All right, folks, what is going on? I'm your host of the Ring of Discussions podcast, Trim Rustin III, and uh, this is the year in review review of 2018 for the Ring of Discussions podcast as well as the wrestling community as a whole. But before I even get on with the show, I want to thank you all for 100 plus listeners, 100 plus downloads on the show so far. It means so much to me moving into 2019. Hopefully we reach that uh, 200 listener or 200 download mark uh, by March of 2019. But I know we're going to do it. It's not, that's not that hard. All I got to do is do my do my normal thing which release videos three times a week so you guys need to stay notified by subscribing to the show whether you're on the apple podcast spotify anchor fm breaker fm uh apple podcast if i didn't already say that because i have terrible memory go subscribe to me everywhere you can everywhere you're listening to this wherever you are listen to the show whether you're on your way to school on your way home from from school on your way to work, on your way home from work, going to the gym, whatever you're doing, you took the chance to listen to the show, and I thank you so much for listening to the show. So I hope you guys had an amazing holiday week. I know I did, and I'm I'm definitely sick right now. Uh, gotta mention that, gotta throw that in. So if you guys hear me uh, have a brief pause between whatever I'm saying, it's because I am not feeling the best. I'm also trying to prevent myself from constantly saying, um, um, um. That's like my kryptonite, I swear. It's got to be my kryptonite. Anyways, we're going to be talking about the good and the bad of uh, wrestling as well as the show in 2018. But also, I do want to mention this prior to this disclaimer. This is not going to be a bashing of any wrestling promotion, a bashing of the year of 2018, a bashing of anybody that is mentioned in this show. This is just for uh, journalistic uh, purposes and for you guys's pleasure uh, i know some people uh, i was watching a chris duckman video prior to me recording this this morning and he mentioned how you know people like looking at negative stuff these days and i completely 100 percent agree and i want to not be a part of that so i'm not going to mention anything if i do mention things negative it's not going to be strenuous i'm not going to go on hours and hours about it i'm going to just talk about it and get it over with uh, but I primarily want to touch on the good things because I feel like right now in our society, right now in our world, right now, we need to talk about some happy things because everybody's been talking about some bad stuff and being so down and in the dumps. I'm guilty of it. Not going to let it happen on today's show. So anyways, let's just get on right to the show. Let me stop lagging. Let me stop holding you guys back from enjoying the full show. We're going to first talk about the bad stuff, get that stuff out of the way. And the worst of the year, in my opinion, has been crown jewel the drop in ratings uh swallow up of various indie promotions from wwe and storylines were a bit iffy now when i mentioned a bit iffy there's some things that did not land so well on paper or that on camera than as well as it did on paper uh for example i guess natalia the hearts uh or natalia's uh, uh jim the anvil night hearts passing uh and how that played a role into the tlc match with ruby riot and uh natalia it, it didn't feel genuine to me i didn't like it it was disgusting it was no need for it but i still see what wwe tried to do there is just you got to stop pulling the whole dead person storyline thing it's it's so old unneeded tasteless i mentioned it before not going to go deeper into it so the swallow up of various indie promotions, I will get more into that later on down the road because that also has some positives, more positive than it has negatives. 
but there are a few negatives which I will talk about right now and get it over with, and that is, you know, WWE with them taking the uh, indie promotions like uh, Progress and MLW, which is branched off to Evolve Wrestling and all this other jazz, it's a good opportunity for those who are on the independent scene to, you know, make their dream come true. For those that do want to go to the WWE one day, they have the opportunity to do that now. In some cases, in, in the past, that was, you know, it wasn't impossible, but it was pretty darn hard, and it took many people many years just to get to the WWE or past one try out section or session on wwf jacked or wwf metal or sunday night heat or anything like that they're they're finally moving past that and moving to something you know uh more a stability for independent promotions as well as indie pro wrestlers themselves and b it brings in a new audience to the independent pro wrestling scene which can be a positive but is the question i want to leave you guys is is independent pro wrestling the same if it's on a mainstream scale? I don't feel like it. it is. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying it'd be bad. I'm just saying I, I don't feel that indie pro wrestling would be the same if it was, you know, not for us underground hardcore wrestling fans. I think wrestling is for everybody, for absolutely everybody. But it's just one of those things that I feel like independent pro wrestling or independent uh promotions have always seemed to attract more of the underground slash uh you know hardcore fans of wrestling so maybe this also leads to uh, an insurgence and influx of fans at local shows so this is you know good business for everybody that's just my view on that and then uh, lastly i uh, or two things i want to mention before i even close out is also a drop in ratings on wwe's you know monday night raw program as well i don't think smackdown is doing bad but i know for sure raw is not doing so well but with the mcmahon's return to tv uh, this could change things in 2019 and they must change things because you know october 2019 it, believe it or not is right around the corner uh and wwe will be uh, having smackdown live on fridays on the fox network so if they don't have it together by then i don't know what to say i'm not saying wwe is not gonna be good by then or you know they're gonna go out of business i highly doubt that it's just they need to start picking up some steam 2019 is the perfect time to do that and also something that i want to add to this before i even finish is the non-utilization if that's even a word of certain talents on the show if WWE is going to be pulling in lots of people from the independent promotion scene, which it seems like they would like want to get everybody like, ah, we finally have everybody. Okay, what do we do now? It seems like one of those things. If Hunter is in charge of Jack Levesque or whatever how do you say, Hunter Levesque, whatever, is in charge of running NXT uh, as well as Stephanie, I don't think that there would be any issue with bringing up the new talent it's about the main roster and what's going to happen there we need to see some good stuff happen on the main roster with more nxt call-ups and with the influx of wrestlers that we're getting from the independent pro wrestling scene that is just my thought on that and then we also have wwe crown jewel and that effect or you know its effect on wwe and its image for a brief minute it seems like wwe was primarily and is primarily focused on getting that sweet old cash that sweet old moolah uh while others are you know more focused on morality and it just depends on how you take this one personally for me i have multiple issues with crown jewel go watch my crown uh go watch one of my uh was that my was my crown jewel review 
I didn't make a Crown Jewel review, I don't think. But I did talk briefly on one of my shows, so... I think it was the state of wrestling, uh, the current state of wrestling. You can go scroll down wherever you're listening to this show on, and you can find that episode. You can find that podisode, and that'll take you to, you know, my opinion. I, it's somewhere in the middle of the show. I don't know. Scroll through it, get my opinion, or ask one of your fellow uh, hashtag loyal royal listeners on what my thoughts were about it, if they do listen to the show. Uh, anyways, getting back to what I was talking about, Crown Jewel was just not a good show. Uh, e- even performance rise, it, it, it just was not a good show. So uh, that's definitely a, a downer for me, as well as the deaths that have happened in wrestling. But that's a part of life, so I'm not going to really get into that. As well as uh, Roman Reigns and his diagnosis, but that can also be. Uh, it's not a positive thing, but it's something that could possibly feed into 2019 with his return because he must return hashtag thank you roman he must return and when he returns after spending some time with his family which he definitely needs um after that return this could you know mean a different look for roman altogether and i cannot wait to see how that works out so that's some positivity to really think about it look at the bright side of things not just the negative side of things getting on to uh our positive part of the show the good stuff part of the show uh we're gonna be talking about the good things in wrestling, the good things in uh, WWE, and the good things just everywhere. So, I'm going to first talk about the show really quickly, though. I thank you so much for listening to the show so much. If you're actually making it into this 9 minutes and 27 seconds and counting, uh, I thank you so much for listening to this full-length episode. And I hope you listen to the full episode. Um, if not, thank you for tuning in for the time period that you did tune in. This show has meant so much to me for the past year now. Uh, this is my baby. This is my rock. I'm, I'm looking at my business cards right now. And that's so amazing to know that I have business cards. I have this mic in front of my face. And I have you all to support me along the way. I have the many wrestlers that came onto this show in 2018. It means so much to me. And I, I, I'm, you guys made my dream come true. Believe it or not. But the listeners, with their support, uh, helped me to get my dream to come true by getting more viewers onto the channel, getting more listeners onto this channel. Uh, It means so much to me. Uh, There are some things I do want to talk about pertaining to the show a little bit later on. Some things that are not necessarily empty promises, but some things that I feel like should definitely be cleared up. But I'll get into more on that later on. Anyways, let's talk about the good stuff in wrestling, right? Yeah, that's what we're here for. So... Uh, Ronda Rousey's debut is what I have in my notes, but beyond that, MMA's, uh, I guess, stage in wrestling with Dana White being in the crowd, or was it Joe Rogan? No, it was Dana White, definitely Dana White. Dana White being in the crowd at WrestleMania, uh, or SummerSlam, I believe it was WrestleMania though. Uh, WrestleMania with, uh, Sonya Deville coming onto the roster with Shayna Baszler, and the four horse women of MMA and Ronda Rousey, Matt Riddle, and just others that have taken the style of Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, um, and some others that may be coming on into WWE or wrestling in general that are from or have an MMA background. Even Ken Shamrock possibly making his or announcing that he'll be making his return sometime soon. So whatever that you know holds up for him. Either way, we're getting an, an, an influx or we're getting you know more of the MMA audience as well as MMA uh, fighters themselves, mixed martial artists themselves coming into wrestling, which is definitely a plus because it adds to the audience in wrestling and it gives and expands the audience past just the 
typical old tap out t-shirt days and you'd be inside of the Toys R Us aisle when that was a thing and you would pick out your WWE Jacks Deluxe Aggression figure and some kid would be picking out his UFC Chuck Liddell uh, Deluxe figure and you guys are just like oh I, I do not like you man and the other one's like I don't like you and then 10 years down the line these two are sharing a drink together <laughs> because Ronda Rousey is on WWE television something I did not believe I'd be saying uh, now but it's something that's you know definitely a good thing and definitely a good positive thing and Ronda being a woman and in a time where women's wrestling is making its comeback because well it's it's comeback in America and I don't think it was ever as huge as it was as it is now uh, because we're starting to get a little bit more mainstream attention when it comes to women's wrestling which is definitely good but we've had you know this type of viewing of women in wrestling in Japan for years like you can look at old 80s or 90s Japanese women's wrestling and I, I guarantee you, you'll be blown away but women wrestling in WWE, women's wrestling on the independent scene has just blown me away. You know, I had my first female guest host, uh, or not guest host, but guest star, superstar on the show, Valentina, a part of Young, Dumb, and Broke, hashtag YDNB. Uh, and, and, you know, giving her perspective of women's wrestling at the moment, as well as getting um, a different perspective from DJ Hyde, uh, who is definitely one of my, you know, right there, I'll just say this right now, DJ Hyde. You may not be listening. If you are listening, I want to thank you so much. You made my dream come true. I'll probably make that on, on Twitter whenever I make my huge thank you for every wrestler. Uh, when I send out the, my, my little DMs to every wrestler that was on the show or text to a wrestler that was on the show uh, in regards to thanking you guys so much for making my dream come true. But with DJ Hyde and uh, the mentioning, and I didn't even know about it, but WSU, this uh, women's WSU, it's... It's a women's promotion. I think it's WSU, if I'm correct. Women's, oh, I don't know. Please forgive me. Either way, with the owner of not just CZW, but also women's promotion, uh, DJ Hyde giving his perspective on the current state of women's wrestling and how it's evolved. You know, it's just amazing to hear these different stories and how, you know, girls like my sister's age, who's turning 10 in uh, a couple of weeks, which, my gosh, I'm getting old myself. Uh but they they have the opportunity to see those women to see women have you know uh, role models to show that you can do it. So we're getting a lot of more girl power, which is definitely a plus uh, in wrestling. Which you know I think that's you know it, it's it's just definitely a big start. Uh, we still have a lot to progress, especially with women in 2018. I mean, this is definitely year of the woman. Uh, there are some things <laughs> that happened. There are things some things that or you know along along the side of things outside of wrestling that were pretty pretty uh not pleasant whatsoever they were they were just terrible and we actually had one wrestler be involved in that two wrestlers in fact and that's Enzo More as well as uh James Ellsworth but I believe Enzo More was later on in 2017 if I'm correct I don't know either way uh just with the allegations that happened there uh and with everything that's been going on, 2018 is definitely the year of the woman for good reason. Uh, and WWE has helped deliver that year of the woman speech uh, by, or that year of the woman agenda, a positive agenda, 
by you know doing evolution by giving all these first women's matches in wwe because i i guarantee you some of these matches have been done outside of wwe but in wwe uh it is good i'm liking what i'm seeing and in fact like i mentioned in my previous recording i don't think it's in this recording but i can stay more tuned into a women's match than i can a man's match uh, in 2018, I can, I'd rather see a woman's match as a main event, like Becky Lynch versus Charlotte, or Becky Lynch versus Asuka, or anything with Becky Lynch in it, I'm gonna watch it, but, uh, in all seriousness, I, I want to see more of, you know, women in the main event scene, that's just my thing, I want to see women main event, uh, a co-ed, uh, pay-per-view, that's just my thought surrounding it, so women's wrestling has killed it this year. That's definitely a big thing, as well as viewers' voice. A viewers' voice is something that, on all platforms of wrestling, on all media's of wrestling, it has definitely skyrocketed. And uh, I mean, it got us all in, which I'll get more onto later after this commercial break, which will be happening in about the next two or so minutes. Uh, but WWE introducing this new era of the uh, fans' voice which sort of fits into with the times, you know, I think Vince McMahon uh, knows how to shift with the times, and I don't even think that this whole thing that happened with the McMahons being on television again, I don't think that was even McMahon's idea, I believe that was somebody like Hunter's, and maybe Stephanie and Shane presented that idea to Vince McMahon, I do not think this is a Vince McMahon thing, that's just my thoughts surrounding that, but getting back to what I was talking about, let me get back, uh, this is more of a social media thing. WWE is very prominent on social media. Wrestlers are very prominent on social media. And this gives the chance for WWE uh, to interact with the fans more. Which I think that's something that's lacking in wrestling and in media in general. I feel like after people reach a certain point of their life or a certain point in their career, fan interaction just completely drifts away. And they say they talk to the fans, but it's not on a genuine level. Uh and that's not bashing anybody, that's just saying how it is. I've seen it firsthand, and I've experienced it firsthand. So, uh, but at the same time, with a lot of things in the past with fans and wrestlers or fans, celebrities, I you'd understand why they'd be on edge about interacting with fans. But you got to think about this, like I mentioned before, if you go see my Twitter, my recent Twitter retweet, we all are, we're all humans, we're all people, we eat, sleep, breathe, drink water, and all this other jazz we all you know walk well some of us you know roll or you know something like that i don't know but we all do something that contributes to society we all have a beating heart we all have a functioning brain uh even though some of us may not have that uh there's been ways that we're all human you know what i mean we all breathe in some way shape or form if you don't breathe you're not alive so we all breathe and that's how i think wrestling is going to start treating fans like we're all the same uh when i say we're all the same we're all unique in our own way for sure but we're all the same when it comes to biology like that one sting song said we share the same biology regardless of ideologies so i'll let that sink in anyways we're going to go into a commercial break i will be back to the show and we're going to close out talking about some more positive things regarding wrestling as well as the ring of discussions podcast and the future of that in 2019 so i'll be back sit back relax and yeah Luxurious items. What do they consist of? We have jackets, 
Maybe some people like to dabble in fur jackets, some nice glasses, or whatever fits your role. I know I have some wrestlers that listen to this show for sure. My hashtag loyal Roy listeners. I also know that we have some people that like to dress on the high class end, the glamorous end of things. And if you like that style, or if your style is just not, you know, fit into society's way, you know, you, you know, you can go look at, you can go look at Luciano's Amoir. Luciano's Amoir is an up and coming designer brand, an up and coming uh, clothing brand that will be focusing on what makes you you makes you luxurious what makes you unique and uh i'll be having bad boy vixen the owner and founder of luciano's amoir and designer on my show and i cannot wait to have him on in the next week or so in the next couple weeks or so so you guys stay tuned for that either way if you would like to hear your commercial if you want to hear your own commercial on this show let me know by emailing me at thudson 3 at gmail.com again thudson3rd at gmail.com or DM me through Twitter as well as Instagram at thudson3rd and I will make sure that your product gets on this show as long as it's a positive thing because we love positive things on this show and boy oh boy is Bad Boy Vixen doing some positive things for Luciano's Amor as well as the fashion community as a whole. He's a young guy 18 years old making it big you know you guys just watch out for him and his new collection coming out in February slash March of early 2019 so you guys stay tuned for that. Anyways Let's get right back into the show. All right, folk, we're on our final part of the show, and uh, hopefully you guys like that little commercial break. I want to switch up things a little bit, add some some music to the to the show. You know, we're changing, we're evolving. 2019 is coming, guys, and I do not believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe in New Year's goals, and before I get into the uh, final part of the show, I do want to mention that the New Year goal for the show is to get to at least two 2,000 listeners, 2,000 downloads by the end of the year so let's make that happen i think we'll reach past that because i have you guys the loyal royal listeners i think we'll reach past that past before july i don't know we'll see how things work out but anyways folks we're gonna get right back onto the show and i do want to talk about all in in that effect on the wrestling industry and that's you know a positive effect on the wrestling industry uh it's opened up doors for people it's opened up you know new routes for people to uh know that they have a place in wrestling no matter what you know whether you're a local show or you know at the top indie promotion whether that be mlw or new japan pro wrestling wherever you are uh you matter in wrestling and you're part of wrestling and you make this wrestling machine move without you there would be no wrestling all in made sure that that you know was put second but most importantly first was fans voice and viewers voice it seems as though bte uh really tried to push that they really tried to push fans voice and make all in a fan show and it definitely you know served you know us fans i i believe that it was an amazing show i cannot wait for all in two and i cannot wait for the announcement that will be happening next week or the next couple of weeks in early january whenever the young bucks and cody are going to come out with whatever they're going to come out with uh yeah it's going to be it's going to be wild uh but getting back to what i was discussing uh there's some new things that are going to be uh happening with this shift they're going to be more at least in my opinion in 2019 there are going to be more people watching the independent scene uh, more than they have in 2018 in regards to cody rhodes and the young bucks doing what they're doing and this also leads up what's the future of these you know 
uh, three guys plus everybody else and being the elite. Are they going to go to WWE? Anything like that? I do not see them going to WWE anytime in the near future, so hold your horses. But uh, they're giving more opportunities to those that may not want to go to WWE or, you know, WWE may have been something in their, you know, now it's in the rearview mirror, basically. They're not focusing on it anymore. They're focusing on making sure that their career, you know, is in their hands and not in the hands of somebody else. No offense and no bashing to WWE. It's just it's independent pro wrestling, independent contract. You know, they're not under this WWE contract where you can't compete and certain stuff like that. I don't know. You guys get my drift. You guys get the gist. And I just want to say, my gosh, I'm, I actually toughened out this entire podcast without showing any signs of me being sick. But either way, uh, unless I did to you guys. Just, yeah, cannot wait to see how this, you know, the death of in of the Bullet Club and the birth of being the elite, how that's going to transpire in 2019. I'm super excited for that. And I cannot wait to see what happens. Now, finally, I do want to talk about two things that are going to be very major and very important. Very major. It's not like freaking Donald Trump. This is going to be very. These are going to be very, very important things in early 2019 uh, in regards to the Royal Rumble as well as WrestleMania. We have returns and debuts of 2018. Our returns and debuts, you know, with uh, new people coming from the independent scene, way too many to name, uh, as well as uh, the. Uh, the returns from people that have uh, been gone for ages or that have been gone for quite a while since this whole you know new era has started because it's been on for a while i think vince mcmahon does it verbally ushered in the new era but the usher has been out for quite a while now so with this new era and with you know this new framework and with this new mindset of how things are going to work in WWE as well as independent promotions or as independent scene in general is going to lead into uh, more viewership in 2019. It's going to lead to uh, more debuts. I know that sounds weird, but I think with people showing that you know we can do it and that we did it, you can do it next. It's going to lead to more debuts and more faces that we're going to be seeing in 2019. And I cannot wait to see how that is going to uh, roll out. And I feel like the debuts kind of connect with the whole global localization project that uh, Triple H has been working on. And uh, Triple H, Stephanie, whoever the heck is working on that. But the whole global localization thing that's going on with that, uh, it definitely opens up some more borders from people, literal borders for people to... uh, you know, come on over and show what they got on the U.S. mainstream wrestling circuit in WWE. Uh, I feel that the end-all, be-all, whether you believe it or not, is WWE, but uh, you don't have to go. You can still make a very, very, probably more successful career in other places than in WWE. From what I've seen, I'm not a wrestler, uh, and I've never, you know, talked to anybody from WWE closest i've had that was gregory james and he was on wwe television um as a wrestler on wwe television but that's as close as i've gotten to uh knowing anybody from wwe so i can't say anything on that but what i can say for sure is uh we're going to be seeing you know some things are definitely going to be changing when it when it comes to gosh my throat it's killing me when it comes to the, this whole era change and things like that. So uh, just to stay tuned for that with this whole global localization 
project as well as uh, the opportunity for women in the tag division and all these many things are becoming in 2019 so that's the closing part probably could have gone for more climactic uh and a, a good closing for the best of wrestling in 2018 uh maybe next year maybe for the best of wrestling 2019 i do something different but i hope as a little pilot as a little run for the best of series of whatever year we're talking about i hope that that was good enough for you guys it was good enough for myself so anyways we're going to talk about the last thing uh, pertaining to the show starting on we started the show Ring of Sports TV, November 22nd. No, November 22nd. It was somewhere in October or November of 2017. I was inside of my living room. I had the Mac open, and I wanted to start a wrestling... I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to start a show after doing a podcast with a few of my fellow classmates after we you know we started chatting in the computer lab. That, you know, failed podcast... Uh, turned into this podcast personally for me so a group pod project turned into a a, uh, a singles project and i cannot thank you guys enough for tuning into the show in 2018 you guys do not even realize how much this means to me uh, this show like i mentioned before this is my baby uh and i don't want to lose my baby i want my baby to be close to me uh this show gives me lots of joy. I've lost sleep because of this show. I've had, you know, uh, sadness from this show. But most of all, I've had happiness from this show. I've had support from this show. I've had so many things from the show. And I cannot thank you guys so much for just coming on this journey with me so far in 2018. And I cannot wait for 2019 to begin. Everybody is a cliche. Everybody does it. But, you know, this one definitely means very near and dear to my heart. Uh, and I really love you guys. It, it, I, I love you so much for listening to uh, the show week in, week out. Uh, and in some cases, you know, taking a month off and coming back. Uh, that break was definitely needed for me to, you know, change the show itself and change the viewing and the platform itself. So big things are coming in 2019. Not just big things. Good things are coming in 2019. Positive things are going to be coming in 2019 for the show as well as for myself. And I will be purchasing WWE 2K19 soon. I've just been a cheapo. I've been very cheap lately. I've been very cheap for the past couple of months because that's just who I am sometimes. I'm a very frugal person, so I've not gone out and bought the game, but I have enough to buy the game now. So I'm going to buy the game. Uh, as for those who have you know, wanted to see stuff since RSW, which was on the original channel, Ring of Sports TV, on YouTube, you guys can go check that out. I'll be changing some things on that as well because I've not been on YouTube, uh, my personal channel, in quite a while now. Uh, but I do not want you guys to feel you know, left out, so I want to apologize to all my viewers and to all the listeners that have been anticipating RSW, uh, it will be coming back very, 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 very soon, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. If not, I'll give you guys any updates on that. It's just with between school and life and, and work, some things are just difficult to do uh, and just personal things uh, that, I, that may come up later on the show. But as of right now, I uh, need to focus on some things outside of the show in order for me to bring the best to the show. But, yeah, that's about it that I wanted to really share with you guys. Let me know your thoughts about 2018, the year in review, as well as the year in review for the show. Let me know your review by rating the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you guys can rate the show. And uh, I 
hope you all have an amazing New Year's. I will be back Thursday with the interview with Topa, uh, the luchador Topa. And you guys just have an, again, awesome, awesome New Year's. Cannot wait for 2019 to begin with all of you. And I am your host saying this for the last time in 2018, Truman Hudson III. And we're closing out an amazing year with you all. I love all my hashtag loyal royal listeners. Thank you whether you're coming home from the New Year's Eve party, whether you're going to school, whether you're coming home from work, whether you're going to work, whether you're sitting down watching a Christmas movie even though it's after Christmas, whether you're watching a Hanukkah movie even though Hanukkah is done, whether you're watching a Kwanzaa movie even though Kwanzaa, I think that's actually still on right now. Whether you're doing whatever you're doing, you're doing something that's productive or you're just laying down, chilling out before school and work begin again. I thank you so much for listening. You guys mean the world to me. I'm your host once more, the Triple Crown Tri-National Hardcore Cruiserweight Champion of the World, Truman Hudson III. And I am signing out, folks. Have an amazing and blessed new year. Peace out.